The words and opinions expressed in this podcast do not represent NGBN, its sponsors, or advertisers. All opinions are that of the show host and guests. Please be advised that some language and content may be unsuitable for younger listeners. This podcast is a National Grassroots Broadcasting Network production. Welcome to A Typical Truth. My name is Ian Hill, and in just a moment, we'll be joined by our host, Jessica Dom. This is the show that provides meaningful information and solid tools to individuals and families that face barriers. And whether those are invisible barriers or physical barriers or intellectual barriers, this show is here to support you, to nurture you, and help you move to your best. We're going to bring every other week uh, experts from various fields that will support you in your growth. And without further ado, let me introduce our host extraordinaire, Jessica Dom with Amplify Life. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Ian. How are you today? I'm amazing, Jessica. And we're so <laughs> excited. The National Grassroots Media Corporation so excited to be supporting Amplified Life and all of uh, the community that uh, deals with barriers on a daily basis um, and providing them real information. For those that yes. don't know the awesome Jessica, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Amplified. My name is Jessica Dom. Um, I am from rural Nevada, from Fallon. Uh, I was a special ed teacher in Washoe County for eight years. I volunteered at Amplify Life a few years ago and the ED position opened up and I immediately applied and here I am today. And tell everybody a little bit about what Amplify does. Amplify Life, we are a nonprofit located in Sparks. Um, and Amplify Life is all about proving to the world that everyone that walks through our doors is able and capable and extremely valued when they come to Amplify Life. Um, we put on social and recreational programs. So we do cooking, we do uh, working out, we do CrossFit, we do art, we do uh, talent shows, we do all the fun stuff. We go out into the community, we go bowling, we go to uh, different farms around town. But then Another piece that Amplify Life does is we do pre-employment skills camps called works camps. And what those camps do is we teach the skills in how to find a job in your community. Even though you have a barrier, you are capable of finding competitive employment in our community. And that is what Amplify Life works camps do is we teach you how, how do you get dressed for an interview? What should you wear? How, uh, how do you answer the interview questions? Uh, what should your hygiene look like? What should be an, on an application and resume? So we set you up so that you are going to be successful. We're never going to say, oh, you've got an interview at one o'clock next week. Good luck. No, 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 no. We will bring you in and we'll say, what are you going to wear? Tell me what you're going to wear. Let's talk about it. 
Let's go over your interview questions. Okay, let's talk about your questions that you're going to ask at the end of the interview. So Amplify Life is the fun stuff, but we're also helping people with different disabilities, different intellectual barriers, different physical barriers, and invisible barriers find competitive employment in the community. Yeah, and you do an amazing job of wrapping around individuals and their families and help moving them to their full potential. And Jessica, we're doing this show because we want to equip families and individuals because it is Mm -hmm. a a complicated world when you have a barrier and not just for the individual, but for the individual's family. And whether it's navigating the social services and resources that are available, or whether it's finding, you know, people to connect with in the community who understand yes. and, and know your plight and your challenge and your difficulty, and you can talk with them. We want to bring you the tools and the resources every other week so that yep. you can live your best life and can thrive through your barrier, right? If I can, absolutely. If I can make parents, families, anybody's life a little bit easier, then I will do whatever I can to make that happen. And that's why we're doing this show. So if you, if, if anything that we've just said about the why behind this show resonates with you, then give us a call. We want to hear from you. And uh, they'll be at the end of the show. We'll give you all the ways that you can contact us. You can give us your show ideas. You can talk to us about being a sponsor. We would love to have sponsors so we can get out, get this out to as many uh, people as possible. And today we have for our first guest, someone very, very special and who themselves and their agency makes a significant difference in the lives of Nevadans. Jessica, tell us who uh, you interviewed earlier today. Thanks, Ian. So today's guest is a good friend of mine, Michelle Merrill. She is the Deputy Bureau from Bureau Vocational Rehabilitation. Michelle has been at BVR for almost 25 years. She started at the very bottom as a vocational rehabilitation counselor and moved her way up all the way to Big Boss Lady for the state of Nevada Michelle is dedicated to serving the special needs population in our community. I am so excited she is here. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to Atypical Truth. How are you today? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? Good. I love your glasses. Love, love, love Thank them. You. They're so adorable. How are you today? Thank you. It's I'm Friday. glad that the things that we need can also be cute. Yes, yes. How was your Veterans Day? It was really nice. It was really nice. I got my uh, um, vaccine booster, so I kind of took the day easy, and uh, but nice. it went just fine. Good for you. Good for you. So, Michelle, we are going to uh, have a little interview, just you and I today. Um, And you're going to tell us all about what you do, where you work, and all the amazing things that you do for our special needs community in the state of Nevada. So my first question for you, Michelle, is can you tell us a little bit about yourself and about BDR? Sure. Um, My name is Michelle Merrill, and I'm the deputy administrator of the program. 
I've been with vocational rehabilitation for almost 25 years. I started out as a field level counselor. Um, I was pretty new to Nevada. I had done some workers comp work and I worked in California and I loved it. Um, it was the first time that I really felt like I got to do what my heart really wanted to do. I was the good guy finally, and I had a checkbook to help people. And so it was the most liberating thing. Um, I was fortunate enough. I worked in the Northern office in Reno and I was, I'm still, I'm in Carson city now. And um, like I said, I've been a supervisor. I've been the bureau chief. And now as the deputy, I get to do all these kinds of fun things. I, I admire you, Michelle, because I was looking at your uh, your bio and I what I found super amazing as a female is that you started as a vocational rehabilitation counselor. So you started at the bottom and now you're big boss lady. And I admire you for that because you started at the bottom and you worked your way up and you do amazing, amazing things. So thank you. Thanks. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm yes. I'm the one who feels so fortunate. This is the best place in the world to work. Agree. I totally agree. Michelle, how did you get involved with BVR? Where did how like right after college did you uh, just land a job out of nowhere? How did you get started there? Um, actually, it it was a little while after college. I had a job in San Francisco because I graduated over there, but then. Um, I ended up in Los Angeles and I got a job, started out just doing bookkeeping. It was nothing that impressive, but it was for a firm that did job development. And it, back then it was a more of an insurance model and it was more about workers' compensation, but still it was people with um, barriers and workplace injuries and some of them permanent disabilities. So it was, uh, it was an eye-opening thing. And through that back door, I learned about this whole world. Um, kind of yeah. in a real circuitous way. And I got to be a job developer. And that's what brought me to Northern Nevada from Los Angeles, job development and helping people. And then I got hired on by the state as a counselor. That's awesome. Michelle, did you have any uh, any experience at all with people uh, with Down syndrome or autism or any of those barriers? Uh, for example, my parents were teachers. So I grew up around the special needs community a lot. And that's how my passion started. Did you know, you know, it's interesting at a school? Yeah, it's interesting. No, I didn't. I did not. But when I went to school, my middle school actually was a school that had a, a dual program for deaf and hard of hearing students. And so I grew up, well, that part of my life was spent with that population. So I remember thinking and that it was just the coolest and I learned a lot of sign language because of it. And I really enjoyed it. And it opened my world to what at that time, you know, we're talking about the late seventies, you know, you didn't get to right. see so much in the world. And now right. what is much more in the norm wasn't then. And so that kind of opened my eyes. And I think that's what really got me thinking about it. Yeah. And the norm then to the norm now, we have come a very, very long way, very long way. Yeah. So, so good. Michelle, with all the range of disabilities uh, that we have varying in severity and effect, how do you go about determining the right candidates for the right jobs at BVR? Well, and I'm almost grateful to you for phrasing it that way, because it will really illustrate why my answer um, is what it mm -hmm. is. 
we take the opposite approach at Vogue Rehab, whereas we don't try to find um, the job that matches the person. If anything, we flip it on its ear and we say, no, let's look at this individual. What makes them tick? Mm -hmm. What makes them happy? What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? What are their goals? What are their desires? You know, what do they want out of this life? And how do we find a job that meets that? And so a lot of times it's the in-depth work that we do up front, getting to know the person, again, using that person-centered approach and figuring out Mm -hmm. what makes them happy, what what resources do they bring to the table? Because we all know a lot of times it's not just the individual, it's the support system with them, family and and all of that. Um, And we try to be a part of that to, to get them to their personal goals. I love that. Career interest inventory. We do that a ton at Amplify Life because believe right. it or not, Michelle, me and you work very closely with our works camps, uh, trying to uh, we we teach the, the pre-employment skills so that uh, our special needs uh, teenagers can go and find jobs in our community, but also be contributing members of society. Right. We want them to be. Uh, valued and they're overlooked all of the time. And so with BVR, I love, love, love that you try to help them find jobs based off of their interests, not what we think would be good for them. And that that's that's what I really admire about BVR. Really admire about BVR. Well, thanks. Yes. I mean, I love so, the works Michelle. camp. You know, I'm a I'm a huge supporter, and I think that yes. that's one of the things that makes you guys so amazing is that you take that same philosophical approach, and it's really person centered. Yes. So I I really appreciate Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, Michelle. Can you please take us through the process that a typical applicant experiences while going through BVR's training, counseling, and rehab services? Yeah. Absolutely. It's It starts out with application, you know, obviously, you know, everything starts with an application when you're talking about government services. Um, We've worked really hard to make our application a lot less cumbersome because that was some of the feedback that we had gotten from from applicants and from the public was like, wow, that's a very intimidating application. So the pandemic really, um, if I can tell you one good thing that came out of it was we have a 100% online application that is really, um, we have a QR code, we're putting it out everywhere. It's the easiest thing to apply. And it's really just a couple of questions. Um, And more of the questions are just the questions, not so much about the individual at first, they're really just sorting questions. So we know you know, do you need to be seen by a counselor in the north or in the south? You know, are you still mm-hmm. in school? Mm-hmm. Or are you out? Things like that. There, and we save that really granular personal stuff for when the client actually interacts with their counselor and does an intake, because that's where that stuff should be. Yes. Yes. And so, anyway, Michelle, I divert. So, yeah, ahead. we start with an application, and then um, the person has to identify, you know, what their what their disability is, what their barriers and limitations are. Um, and we need the documentation to back that up because, again, we're a, we're a federally funded program. So mm-hmm. we make them eligible within you know 60 days. We determine eligibility. That will come with a letter in the mail. And then that opens up that period of exploration. What are we going to do to help that person figure out what they what their goals are? Um, and we go into a process of no more than 90 days, ideally, to develop the plan. And the plan is almost like a contract because there are signatures on it and there's dollar signs attached to it that say what the job goal is 
and what are the steps that it's going to take to meet them. And some of them are things like it might be higher education, it might be assessments, it might be uh, vocational training, it might be a job coach and a job developer. It's all those things. And some things are free but they still are included. You know, counseling and guidance with your counselor is free to the individual, but it's still on there. And some things like formal education have dollar signs attached to them. So after Mm -hmm. the person and the counselor come to that agreement, we actually work through that plan and we deliver the services. And there's a time frame to do so. And sometimes it takes longer. So we may extend the plan or sometimes things change. A person may change their mind, they may have a different goal, or they may have got their feet wet and realize, ooh, I don't love that. All of those are legitimate reasons why a person could change, just like anybody else changes their mind. You know, few of us get through college or get through our first careers, and that's where we finish. You know, we we evolve. Mm -hmm. And so we recognize that that happens. And so we deliver the services, after the services are delivered, and again, it, depending upon the, the details of the plan, it might be six months of services. It might be three years of services. Who knows? And so we'll deliver the services. And at the end, the person of their plan, the person should be ready to seek employment. They should have all of the things that, that the plan spelled out that they needed to achieve a job. And so we'll put them into a plan ready status in our system. And it might be that they need a job developer either a paid private one or our internal staff. It might be that once we get a job, they need a job coach to make sure that they hand on hand learn that job. That's a really important Mm -hmm. service we provide. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they have to hold the job for 90 days. Some people, it's going to take longer than 90. 90 is the minimum because we want to make sure there's a good fit. And if the employer says, oh, you know, Fred really needs, you know, a little more help learning how to use the time card. Okay, we can provide those services. But I I just want to stress that the 90 is the minimum and that it may take longer and that's just fine. But once everybody agrees that it's been 90 days or more and that everyone's doing well, our client is successful on the job, then we'll close the case. And if they need us down the road, they can always reapply. Um, Or if it's not been too long and they just need like one service, like, oh, I need to learn how to how to type. Okay, well, we could bring you back in and open that case again and do some post employment services. Or if I want to change completely, and and it's been three years since you last saw me, we'll probably open a whole new case. But that's okay. Totally, totally. Okay. I when I went to school, I wanted to be a physical therapist. I did not want to be a teacher. And here I am, right? Evolving, right? changing my mind. <laughs> so Michelle, what at what age can can uh, clients apply for BBR? Is there an age range? Is there an age that's there too old? Is there an age that's too young? Okay. There is. Well, there's really only one parameter to answer that question. It's too young. The youngest that you can work with us is age 14. And that's because we okay. figure at 14, you really can't even legally work yet. Um what, right. 15 and a half with a work permit at the earliest. Mm-hmm. And, and we always have to remember that employment is our North Star. That's what we're working toward. But there might be things that we can provide with the pre-employment transition services or maybe some job shadowing, things that we can, uh, can do or help with guidance in picking classes that might be most meaningful toward a person's goal. So we can start as young as 14, no earlier. But on the other end, there's, I'll never say you're too old to come to Voc Rehab. If you want to work and you have a person with a disability that is that is documentable, come on, 
we're happy to help you. I love that. I love that. Michelle, you and I have, uh, we have uh, conducted some camps together. And I know, I know that I have had some really amazing experiences that have hold, that have held some, you know, special places in my heart. But tell me about an experience of yours that has never left your mind, that has just really humbled you or has touched you. You know, when I first started with Folk Rehab, the first year I was a counselor, because it really was different than a lot of my prior background, I had worked with people who were industrially injured, which is really different than being born with or acquired in your youth. And so mm-hmm. um, I was used to catastrophic, excuse me, catastrophic illnesses and, and bad accidents. And this is a very different mm-hmm. population. And so I had a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. And I think within probably the first six months, I had a woman, and I won't say her name, but she came to me because she had been in a motor vehicle accident and she lost her leg. And it turned out I helped her get a job and I learned so much, you know, about physical disability working with her. It's different when you learn it in a book setting and then you get to apply it. So I learned a lot, but mm-hmm. she ended up coming back to me because it turned out that her leg was fragile because she had an underlying cancer. And she ended up ultimately dying while she was my client. And I think what it taught me is the 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 amazing force that she was. She was the strongest person I've ever met. She had a a force in her that was amazing. And she touched Mm -hmm. me and I'll never forget her. I remember I could tell I could talk all day about her and tell you everything that was so meaningful about that relationship. And I'll never forget her. So she's kind of been like my my guiding star, the little angel on my shoulder that that I think about as I do my work. And it's like I said, it's been almost 25 years. That's a really touching story, Michelle. And I love, I love that uh, you still think about her, even though she's been gone. You still think about her. She changed your life that much. That's awesome. One hundred percent. I love that, Michelle. What would you just say to somebody, an individual or a family member, who may be a little nervous in applying for BBR services? You know, I get it because. As friendly as we try to be, we're still a government agency and you still have to Mm -hmm. go to a pretty sterile seeming building. Although, you know, we just did a facelift Mm -hmm. on both of our main buildings, north and south. So (laughs) we're trying really hard to have a more um, a warmer presentation. But I know it can be intimidating. So I guess what I would say is that just think about it this way. You have nothing to lose by coming to us and everything to gain. You know, we have a staff mm-hmm. of qualified and trained professionals who have chosen to do this work as their life's work. Unlike other agencies, I'm not unique in that I've been with this agency for a long time. My bureau chief's been with the agency about 15 years. And most people go to school for vocational rehabilitation counseling specifically. So it's not like they could go do 10 other things. This is what they went to school to do. This is their their passion, just like it's mine. So I think you got to know that you're walking into a friendly environment of people who want nothing more than to help you. Um, the system is set up to make sure that we have the services and the providers that can meet your needs. And we really want to see you succeed. So just know that although it seems like it's a scary environment, it's really people inside that environment and they're nice people that want to help. Oh, absolutely. Your vocational rehabilitation counselors, I worked very closely with them 
for a camp over uh, the last summer. And you have the nicest, most caring individuals working for you. They are, you really do, Michelle. Um, uh, I, I actually got to become pretty close friends with one of your Sparks counselors. Um, and I, I, I cannot. Let me guess, Patty. You, yes, she's just she is just awesome, and really, just her job is her number one. Her her kids are her number one, and it's people like that that are really changing how people are viewing the special needs community. Right, our our, our society views them as fragile, and they're going to break and. Um, they are unable to do certain things when it's so the opposite. It is so the opposite. And BVR is a reminder to all clients that you are okay. You are going to be okay. We have barriers. We all have barriers, right? We all have barriers. I need accommodations at my work. I need accommodations at my work, right? We all have barriers, and the great thing is that BVR is going to do whatever is needed to make sure that your accommodations are taken care of for, that you are taken care of for, and you're getting everything that you need at that job site. Yep, exactly. Patty's amazing. And I'm, yes. I had the opportunity, the, the, the great fortune to be able to come and see the camps last summer. Remember, that was a yes. great day at yes, the graduation ceremony. And mm-hmm. it's I, I can't tell you how much I love these camps and I'm so appreciative of Amplify Life for doing them Thank because you. we need Thank it. You. This is a population yeah. that needs these camps. Oh, yeah. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Michelle, who are some of your community partners in Reno that are hiring clients from BVR? You know, I think that that I will say that there are a few names and I'll tell you a few names of employers that that do the most hires when it comes to quantity, but I don't want to undervalue that. I think some of our best hires come from the mom and pop shops, you know, individuals that have fewer than 15 people that work for them. They, They live locally. They started their business here and it might be a sandwich shop or a pizza parlor, Mm -hmm. or it might be, you know, um, a, a store that sells, you know, car tires or does, small engine repair, whatever it may be. And that's the meat of it because that's where so many interests lie. Yes, I can tell you that our biggest employers are probably Walmart, of course. Mm -hmm. I could say it's the Washoe Mm -hmm. County School District. I could say it's the state of Nevada. I could say um, there's some major grocery chains. But yes, did anybody say, I want to grow up and I want to work for Walmart? Maybe, but I doubt it. But everybody has their basic first job, you know, and mm-hmm. the younger the clients are that we work with, a lot of people get their first job stocking shelves and bagging groceries and pulling in carts and things. So we do a lot of that. And so I think you'll see that that's where a lot of numbers are because there's a volume there. But I think that some of our better hires come from when people are having the job that wasn't their first job, the job that they really trained for, they got the skill for, they learned small engine repair, they learned how to become a welder, they learned how to do, you know, childcare or become a preschool teacher, you know, or or a teacher, you know, those once you've gone down the road and you've had that first job, it taught you a lot. And now you know what you want to be when you grow up. When you exhibit air quotes, I like that. To when you grow right, up, grow up, because who has? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Michelle, what, uh, where, where can families go to find the application? Are there phone numbers that they can call to get more information? Yes, where there can our are. families go? There are. Okay. So I would start by saying that, that all schools have our information. All of the transition coordinators have our information and Voc Rehab can be invited to every IEP meeting. So don't don't ever forget oh. that. We can always kind of invoke okay. us and we will appear. So there is that. But beyond that, if a person wants to know where to find us, because we are part of DEETER, the Department of Employment Training and Rehabilitation, you can go to the DEETER website, DEETER.nv.gov. And we are under the Rehabilitation Division. There's a button right there, Apply to Voc Rehab. Um, so right there, that connects you to that brief little application. Um, or you could find us. We have a website called vrnevada.org, which is more of a, a website that is something we hope employers look at. But if clients find us there or, or potential clients, we love them to find us there, too. You can find our um, QR code, which will take you right to that application. We also have a Facebook page vocational, you know, Nevada Vocational Rehabilitation. And you can find us through the, the Dieter webpage or the Dieter Facebook page. We also have Twitter and we have LinkedIn and we try to be very socially savvy. We're on all the major <laughs> platforms. So we hope everybody finds us and, and, and comes in and gets a case with us. Absolutely. And Amplify Life also has all of BVR's information as well. So if I can uh, give you phone numbers too. Absolutely. We love phone numbers. Okay. So right now, all of our offices are open. We have 13 offices okay. statewide. We have a main office in Reno, and we have another main office in Las Vegas, and then we're in every job connect. So that'll take you out to Ely, Elko, Winnemucca, and Fallon, and Sparks. So we're everywhere, as well as at the uh, Reno Town Mall and our main office in Reno. And I'm speaking more about the North because I know that Amplify serves the North. The phone number, if you want to call, the main desk there, it's 775-823-8100. And a nice person will answer the phone and um, they'll direct you to our website if you want to apply or to talk to you about anything that you, questions you may have about the program or connect you to your counselor. Awesome. Michelle, do you have any final words for any families that are listening? I guess all I would say is that um, no agency can be perfect in everyone's eyes and, and no one agency can do everything. But I think I hope that they know and I hope that they give us the chance to prove that we really care a lot about the, the population of students in northern Nevada, which is really what this is about. And we want to see them succeed. And I think that we are better positioned than most to help and give us a chance. I, I really want to see more transition age students come to us. I think we've got amazing services. We have amazing service providers just like Amplify. And I, I really want to work with your kids. So please, please, please apply. Awesome. Michelle Merrill, thank you again for joining us and providing us with so much valuable insight into Bureau of Vocational Rehabilitation. Before we let you go, can you just remind our audience one more time of how they can get a hold of you and where they can find you online? Sure. I would say go to uh, our application online, which is at Dieter.nv.org and go under Rehabilitation Division. There is a button to apply for the Voc Rehab. Um, or you could find us on Facebook, on Facebook, which is another great way to find us. Um, 
we're at you know Nevada Voc Rehab or at vrnevada.org, which is our secondary website, which um, is just as well. Phone number 775-823-8100. Um, they, it'll all get you to Voc Rehab. Awesome. Michelle, thank you so much for being our very first guest, guest on Atypical Truth. Thank you so thank much you. for being here. Thank you. And thank Have you guys so much day. for what you're doing. You are such valuable partners to us. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. I appreciate that. Wow, Jessica, what an awesome interview. That was amazing. Such great information too, right? Yes, Michelle Michelle's the person to go to when I have any questions about job development. She's awesome. You know, as a parent of a 15-year-old who will access those services, I have to tell you, I feel significantly more comfortable now. Um, Good. You guys did a great job of really clarifying the process um, and really giving us some insight into how things work. And it's wonderful to know that the deputy director for the whole state has such a heart for this community. Oh, yes. Michelle goes above and beyond for all of our nonprofits that supports the same things that Amplify Life does. Um, again, a disability does not mean you cannot do it. It is a barrier. We all have barriers, all have barriers. I have a hard time getting yeah. up in the morning, right? Okay. But that does not mean that you cannot find a job. There are so many jobs out in our community right now and employers are pushing to the side these barriers that they once thought, oh, I, I'm not going to, they're not going to be able to do this job that I, that I need them to do because they have a disability. Employers are completely ignoring that. And they're looking at, you know what, you have a great attitude and you have a really good work ethic. Come work for me. That is what employers you know, are looking for. I agree. And if you're an employer listening to this show right now, let me just tell you, your ability to tap into unique labor pools if you can tap into unique labor pools, you don't have to hang a sign on your door that says our hours change today because we're short staffed. If you work yeah. with Amplify, if you work with Dieter, if you work with the other employment service providers, you will be you'll have a competitive advantage by being able to tap into unique labor pools. So I strongly encourage you contact Michelle if you're an employer or contact Jessica. Hey, Jessica, this is the time of the show where we give them a tip, a resource, where we tell them something that's going on in the community. I know Amplify is doing some amazing things during the holiday season. Tell us what Amplify Life is doing uh, for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Thanksgiving, we are doing Friendsgiving. It is uh, next Friday, November 19th. Um, there is a, a 40 person cutoff and I believe we have 32 people registered. So there is limited spots left. Um, and all you need is yourself and uh, a mask, of course. And uh, come hang out, socialize, meet new friends. I'll be there. And if you have never been to Amplify, uh, I will be your best friend. I will come sit right next to you. Our Christmas program is December 11th. Um, we are going to... Uh, 
oh, we have lots of things going on. We're going to have a hot chocolate bar. We're going to have cookie decorating. We're going to have um, no making. We're going, it's just going to be come with your holiday spirit, wear your ugly Christmas sweater and come hang out and have fun. And both events are for all ages, correct? Correct. All ages. Yes. Um, The fee is $20. um, But bring your friends, bring your families. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. Amplify Amplify Life's number is 650-6211. Our Facebook page is Amplify Life for the number four, all. And then our uh, webpage is www.amplifylife.org. And all of our information about all of our upcoming programs, camps will all be uh, uploaded on those uh, platforms. Well, you know what? An amazing first show, Jessica. You did a great job in in your uh, first voyage. And if you want to contact us, you have show ideas, you have a message for Jessica, the information's down there at the bottom of the screen. Or if you want to help sponsor, the key to this show being effective is getting it to as many people as we possibly can to educate, inform, and support. So if you'd like to help sponsor uh, A Typical Truth, the contact information is also there on the bottom of your screen. The National Grassroots Media Corporation is proud to be uh, producing this show and distributing it. So thank you again, Jessica, our host. And stay tuned for our next show in two weeks. We'll have another great guest. Jessica, thank you again. Have a great day. Thank you, Ian. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye, everybody.